Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Max Shang on the line. Max, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Great to have you on the show. You've got an interesting backstory, and the work that you're doing now is amazing. And as we talked about in the pre-show, it's really important right now as we find ourselves in the midst of a pandemic. So tell us a little about, about you and, and, and the work that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, for my background, I actually came from a software engineering background for the past decade. So, and I, I did not know I was going to do this at all in terms of like helping people to be happy, productive, and live their dreams every single day. And that's just something that I was kind of discovered uh, about two months ago when I finished my life guide. So, for me, as a software engineer for the past decade, I'm productive like most of the time, but sometimes like when I'm not happy, like <laughs> I just don't want to do anything. You know, I just want to go to bed and just kind of, you know, just be by myself. And at the end of the day, I'm exhausted because, uh, you know, and I just, and I just want to, you know, go watch TV and zone out. Like, I don't want to do anything. So that's, yeah. So, and of course, I also go into some kind of conflict with people in my life in terms of at work and also at home. So like after living for 30 some odd years, like, okay, why can I figure out how to live a great life? Uh, and so therefore that's why I started writing a, a life guide uh, two years ago, kind of iterating every single day uh, and find a completely that guide um, in, uh, to be able to be happy every single day about two months ago. And when that happened, uh, everything else just kind of clicked like, oh, wow, I'm able to be happy every single day. I'm be able to, therefore, I'm able to be productive every, day, every single day. And you know, if this guy just following a couple of different, a couple of different simple steps can do this for me, then I can actually help others do the same thing as well by sharing this knowledge. So then it comes my dream slash mission. Like I just, now it's like, I want to be able to help everyone else achieve the same thing that I have as well. We've got some similar paths here when it comes to having an experience and us learning how to do something that's really beneficial. Like in your case, you're finding happiness and the way that you approach it and the way that you get it. And you're like, wait a minute, this is so good. It feels so good for me. I want to be able to share this with others. And the work that I do in the burnout space, of course, I don't want people to be burned out. I was burned out and then I recovered from it and live a life that is free from burnout. And I, I'm like, I want other people to live a life that's free from burnout. So that's why I talk about it and do the things that I do. So they're very, very similar paths to where we've discovered how we can help ourselves. And then we realize, wait a minute, this is too good for us just to hold on to ourselves. We need to share this with, with other people and, and make a huge difference in how people are living and enjoying life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I'm looking forward to learning more about your story uh, on my podcast later. Oh, yeah, I look forward to that conversation as well. So let's dive in a little bit more on the happiness side of things. And, and you mentioned productivity as well. And those two feed off of each other. And because when you are in a natural happy state and you're operating from a flow of happiness, you are very productive in what you do because things flow easier. And I'm, I'm speaking for, on my own behalf, of course. It's like when I'm in a really good mood, 
which is most of the time. Um, but when I'm in the, you know, happy and I feel fulfilled in my life, things just flow easier. Uh, they, 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 I want to say they don't seem effortless, but it just seems it's easier to do things because you're operating from this positive state of flow. So tell us about, you know, the happiness work that you do and, 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 and how it, you know, ties in with the productivity work that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, for my, the relationship for me is that, like, you know, the happiness enables productivity. So, and productivity elevates happiness. So they have that relationship there. So what, it, what does it mean to be by enabling uh, productivity? Uh, that is when you are not happy at all, you're not productive, period. So, like, if you're completely depressed, you don't want to do anything. So productivity essentially dropped down to zero. So that's why it's an enabler. So you must have, have happiness first. And the more happiness you have, the more productive you can be. Because essentially that's kind of give you energy. So you, you can, in some way you can think of happiness as your en- amount of energy you have to do things. So if your happiness is zero, you have no energy to do anything because you just want to go to bed or you know, go zone out or anything like that. Now, if your happiness is able to hit 100% all the way, maximize it, then you have unlimited energy because when you're tr- happy all the time, regardless of what's happening, you're like, yeah, it doesn't matter if you, you have your car, you had a car crash, like you still keep going, like, you know, or even, you know, if you lost your job, you'll still keep going. You're not going to be like, you know, depressed and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And then, you know, and then just do nothing. Uh, um, but being, by being able to be happy all the time, regardless of what's happening, you can keep on moving on. It doesn't mean that you don't feel, feel sadness, though. You can still feel it, but the idea is to be able to bounce back up quickly. So, uh, and that has to do with like uh, definitions in terms of what is happiness. So I think I probably had to clarify that a little bit. Like a lot of people have different definitions of happy and what that is versus happiness. Uh, for me, I have three definitions. So one is happy. So happy is just simply a joyous feeling, like a transient feeling that you feel whenever you actually like eat ice cream, you feel good about it, or watch a movie, and that feels good. Like that is like you know happy, uh, and that is the dopamine hit that happens whenever you know you actually feel that uh, feel it. So that's happy, just something transient, and and then there's the more permanent, like more true happiness, which is the, that most people seek, which is like uh, that warm feeling that you have for the people you love. Like you know, it doesn't matter where you are or when that it is, it's still always going to be there. So that is happiness, and most people want that. Uh, and then the last thing is happiness intelligence. So this is a new term that was defined, uh, you know, back in 2018 by Song Yang in Germany, and she defined it as the ability to be happy. So that means like happiness is a skill now uh, and you can actually train it. And, and for, of course, I did not know about this term uh, when I developed my life guide. However, once I found that out, it seems like my, the step that I have developed allows me to train my happiness intelligence to maximize it uh, so that I have the ability to be happy anytime I want. So happiness becomes a choice. So... It, it it's almost like a, a muscle memory or you know something that you just make part of your life where and I love that study because it's like yes this is a skill it's something I don't want to say it's necessarily a light switch where you can just turn it on but in a way it is where you can just like okay I'm going to focus on happiness right now and and let that 
energy flow like it would be a faucet and you're you're turning on a faucet to get water it'd be the same thing it's like okay i'm getting getting happiness on there and the examples you gave when it came to all the challenges that we face in life whether it's a job loss or health scare or other challenges we're facing even in this pandemic i know a lot of people that are having a really difficult time with what's going on and then i know people that are as happy as they've ever been they're not pleased to what's going on in the world with this pandemic but from their their natural spirit they're in this natural state of happiness because they're focusing on the things that they can do they're focusing on things that are going well in their life they're they're healthy you know they may not be able to see friends as much or we're doing it via zoom calls instead of in person but they're still able to interact and they're still able to do some things that they enjoy in life and and they, you know they're having a good time with it and and i think those people and correct me if i'm wrong they probably have some habits in their life to you know to keep the the negative things of life from necessarily impacting them and they don't necessarily consume all the negativity that we can find in this world and it's not hard to find negative news or experiences or situations going yeah. on in this world right now it's it's every turn on the news you'll find it or look at the fires in california or the you know of course the pandemic itself and all the other things that have happened over the last few months that are not quote unquote great things to happen but my hunch is, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, that people that are notoriously happy and live a life of happiness, they restrict what they consume to make sure that they can keep this you know, happiness flow within their body. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like, you know, I agree on everything you said. So, uh, and they are definitely naturally, like people are born uh, without a clean slate. But then, like, as they grow up, the parents tell them different things, you know, school tell them different things. So the environment kind of mold them into a, a, a way in terms of how they actually handle uh, situations. So they can see problems as problems and just like, oh, uh, I don't want to deal with all of that. Or they can see problems as, as opportunities and as a positive side. So depending on how you look at things in terms of, do you want to look at the negative side of something or do you want to look at the positive side of something? Uh, there's always, you know, two sides of, some, of, of the same thing. And if you actually look at things always on the positive side, then you'll always be, you know, have positive energy and be, be, be happy uh, you know, for any kind of situation. However, if you're always looking at the negative side for everything, even something that's good, like you know, someone's trying to help you to be happy, and then you're like, oh, this trapper is trying to sell me something, I don't want it. So you're kind of, you know, when you look at negative side of the, all the time, that means you're kind of avoiding uh, all these opportunities that's actually even throwing, being thrown at you. Uh, and at the same time, you know, you're not even chasing after it. For someone that's thinking positive, they will be like chasing after, chasing after problems, like seeing a problem as an opportunity and creating opportunities for themselves. Uh, so therefore, they are more prosperous, prosperous in their life. So, so that's the, in terms of perspective. And of course, I think this also in terms of, you know, different kind of uh, natural skill that someone would develop over time as well in terms of and it's kind of closely maps to my happiness steps so and because people are just, just naturally good at some of these steps uh, than other people so and yeah the, so the four steps in my happiness guide happiness 
guide is one is that you have to sleep really well. So uh, sleeping well is like super important. Everything else breaks down if you do not sleep well. So make sure you go sleep consistently every single night and you know, wake up fresh when you actually sleep well when you, you naturally become happy when you wake up. So so that's one. And of course, you know, it has tons of health benefits, mental benefits, everything. So everything so it's number one. Like that's the number one skill that you have to master. It's sleep. <laughs> so second step uh, is to be able to let go of everything. It's like there's like so many things going on, you know, you know, the bad things, COVID nineteen, uh, wildfire everywhere. So those things, if you you don't want to let things in too much, you want to be able to let them go first. And then you can kind of come up with solutions or how to actually address it. So if you let them in and crush you, then you know you're crushed. This, you're not going to be able to fix it. So this, so it's not a good thing to actually let things in too much. Uh, it's okay to experience, okay to know it, okay to acknowledge it, but don't let it crush you. So to, to be able to acknowledge them and at the same time let them go. So that's the second step. And the third thing uh, is to be able to enjoy the moment. So like right now, talking to you, this is like the most important thing I can do right now uh, and most enjoyable thing. And I love this conversation we're having and nothing else. Like I don't need to worry about what's going on in the world right now. Like, you know, they, they, they don't matter right now. Being able to enjoy this moment with you, I mean, like that is, uh, that makes what life, you know, uh, amazing and enjoyable. And the last thing is that you have to be able to nurture your drives with positivity. So, uh, if you are actually focused on negative all the time, that means you are reducing your drive to do things. It's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I hate this. And when you keep on doing that, like, then eventually you don't want to do anything. You cut demotivating yourself completely. Your drive to do things in life, to drive to actually live life, eventually slows down to you know, potentially complete stop. So it's super important to be able to nurture your drive by positive, using positivity. By like, oh, I love this. I love talking to this person. I love that person. I love doing this one. And 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 of course, kind of be 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 have gratitude by like thanking people for things and uh, for, and giving as well. Like all those things, are positivity uh, that will actually increase your drive to live. Like you know, the more you do those things, the more you want to live your life, and more you want to do things, and more successful you are. It kind of the engine that drives the entire thing. So those are the four different steps that I have, I have in my guide, and yeah, some people will naturally be good at those things, and so therefore they're naturally happy. Uh, for some, not quite. So that's why they are not. And of course, my mission is to help people understand that hey, you could actively apply these steps to actually increase your happiness intelligence so that you can be happy anytime you want. Yeah, I love that. And I'm a big advocate for the sleep thing too because it's a huge driver of people that are stressed and burned out because when we don't get a proper amount of restful sleep, then the damage that we do to our bodies on a daily basis doesn't get repaired. And then that damage from today gets piled on to tomorrow's damage and the next day and the next day and the next day. And then you start having physical and mental problems, uh, which then has a domino effect in every other aspect of your life. And it's, it's one of those things. It's like the, one of the, I want to say simplest, but it's one of the basic things that people can do. And I, I tell them, you know, get, re, you know, be really proactive on your sleep, get really proactive on figuring out how to get your best sleep. And that's from room temperature to the types of bedding and sheets and pillows that you use, uh, darken the room. If you need to get a sleep mask, keep the smartphone and the television out of your bedroom 
um, and have a you know a ritual. You know, you get up in the morning at the same time as close as possible. Same thing as when you go to bed. Try to be consistent so your body can get into a rhythm, and then your body will know what to do, and it'll just naturally start doing things. And when I did that, you know, after my my year of worst case scenarios that I like to refer to it made a big difference and it helped ease a lot of the other challenges that I was facing in life just by making sure that I got a good amount of sleep uh, and did other things throughout the day, you know, being active, eating the right foods for me and, and journaling. I journal a lot and I keep track of what I eat. So if I don't sleep well the night before I go, okay, what did I eat yesterday? And cause everyone has some intolerance to certain types of foods. So I, can know it's like okay i know what did that i know why i didn't sleep that night so okay let's make sure that you know tonight i eat something that won't bother me and you know get the you know proper amount of sleep and eat early enough in the day and you know i don't eat you know late at night or anything like that so just doing all those things just to make sure that i have a good night's sleep because if we can start off with that that means okay you've got a great foundation for your, your day and then everything else that you, you put into motion just makes life so much easier to live. Mm-hmm, right, 100%. And uh, for me, I actually have a formula for sleep. So it's actually EMC square. So E for exercise. You want to be able to do full body exercise 30 minutes a day. Uh, and you know that has so many benefits. Exercise does a lot of magic. So uh, second thing is M for meditate. So you want to be doing meditation, kind of clears your head before you sleep. Uh, and it also has other benefits, of, of course, you know, depending on the type of meditation you use. Increase your focus or increase your gratitude or loving and things like that. So, and then the second thing is another C for comfort. So you kind of mentioned your bedding and things like that, making sure you're comfortable, you know, making sure you don't have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you know, things like that. Uh, and the last C is for consistency. So you also mentioned it, time. Like, you know, you have to sleep consistently. So it's EMC square. I'll have to remember that and give you full credit for it because that's that's a great analogy, and I will because I think that's you, you get you get that right, and it it just provides a solid foundation for your life, not just you know the day, but just your life in general, and and everyone has the opportunity to do that, and uh, gone you know, and a lot of people say, well, I like staying up late so I can watch the show. Well. Everything's on demand now, so you can watch it whenever you want. Um, and also, you know, sporting events, same thing. You know, it's I get it. If you want to watch sports, then and I do. I love sports, so you know, there are times where it's like, okay, I'm going to stay up and watch this game. But for the most part, I'll, I'll catch part of it and I'll just figure out, okay, who won the next day if I'm interested. Um, and you know, again, depending on what, you know what platform you're using, you can always watch the event again to to see whatever happened, or just watch highlights, whatever the case may be. But you don't don't shortchange your sleep um, because that has such a huge ripple effect on everything. So, in closing, what what are some things that people can do that you, you mentioned those four things earlier? If they're strong in one, but they're not so much in others, what are what are the, some of the common things you're seeing? the people need to do in order to strengthen all of those four things that you mentioned uh, to you know, maximize their happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the number one thing is love. Like, simply just love 
everything uh, you do uh, and love uh, every, everyone as much as possible. The more you love something, the more drive you, the more you encourage your drive to grow and you want to do that. You want to increasingly increase your drive to live and to actually love and enjoy life. And the more you have that, then everything else kind of you know, wrap around that. And of course, love by itself and like, you know, when you're the, uh, it's, good for everybody you know people just have a good feeling about it so it's just a naturally good thing to have uh, in in every single way so it builds a good relationship as well so uh, uh, and aside from that the other thing um, is really about like you know to really live your life and do like making sure that you can achieve everything possible not just happiness but like entire in your life like I tell my clients like you must believe in and apply yourself that's the second thing I would say is that you you have to fully believe that you can do anything and not just be limited by you know what your parents what your parents or other people might have told you that you cannot do something no don't believe that there's nothing you cannot do you can do everything anything you want you can be another the next Steve Jobs if you want to do that if that is your passion and if you seem to just believe in and apply it yourself uh, in terms of learning growing uh, and it is possible. That's amazing. And I, I, I really implore people to really focus on, on their happiness and, and, and seek out you, know, you for guidance and how to you know, find that happiness that's with them. So Max, love your conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and this awesome work that you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you, I have life guides uh, and also my services at hp.tools. And of course, I am also uh, launching uh, an app, uh, app soon. I'm working on fundraising for it. So you now if you can help out and actually uh, buy happiness for $5 at uh, pathtogenius.app. And I'll definitely have that in show notes. And I, I implore people to you know, you know, take some time and invest in something because if this resonated with you as it has with me, it's it makes your life so much easier because if you're happy, you're getting plenty of rest and you are loving your life, you won't burn out. It just won't happen. So thank you so much, Max, for your time today. Appreciate you. And I'm excited for all this work that you're doing. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the The Breakfast Breakfast Leadership Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.